invest in professional development for your entire organization, boost its potential, and see it grow. Choose Docebo, the world's most powerful platform for corporate learning. Learn more at docebo.com. Eddie Mora is a young writer in crisis. He dreams of publishing a novel, but he can't even finish writing a page. He's divorced once already, and things haven't worked out in his latest relationship either. In short, Eddie's a loser, and that's all he'll ever be, a failure in the eyes of American society. When suddenly, something unexpected happens. Eddie bumps into Vernon Grant, his ex-brother-in-law, and this chance meeting puts him on a new path. Vernon is a strange person, and untrustworthy. However, he also claims to have the solution to all of Eddie's problems. The solution is a new experimental drug. It's called Denzi-T48. It's a nootropic brain supplement capable of boosting his cognitive faculties, promising miracles. Eddie is cautious at first. He doesn't trust Vernon. But then again, what does he have to lose? Nothing. And so, he accepts to test out the drug. And immediately, everything changes. The effects are extraordinary, unbelievable. Like magic, Eddie changes. He rediscovers memories hidden in his mind. He starts to retain information rapidly. He's motivated and focused. His deductive skills are sharpened. His charm is irresistible. But most importantly, he finds inspiration, a boundless fount of it. So much that in just a few hours, he manages to complete pages and pages of that novel that he was fruitlessly trying to write before. That's it, the secret of success. An elixir in the shape of a molecule. But not all is as it seems. And he soon discovers the side effects. The next morning, the spell is gone. Eddie Mora is back to who he was before, the loser that he was before. Pretty soon, the aspiring writer realizes that NZT-48, the miracle drug, is actually a narcotic with devastating withdrawal symptoms. Eddie Mora is the protagonist of Limitless, a 2011 film directed by Neil Berger, starring Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro. The movie dives deep into the afflictions and apprehensions of American society. A journey across broken aspirations, existential urgencies, and, as the title suggests, limitless ambition. This is the core of America's darkest soul. Limitless can be seen as just a science thriller based on current neurological research, with an eye towards the near future. But what if it was already reality? What if the movie was actually a perfectly tragic snapshot of modern America? I am Guido Brera, and you're listening to Black Box, the hidden side of finance, a podcast by Cora Media, sponsored by Docebo. According to governmental sources, 
2022 was a terrible year for the United States. In just 12 months, a record 50,000 Americans committed suicide. An exceedingly high number, especially among the youngest. Never before, in the last 15 years, had so many people decided to take their own lives. And things hadn't been better just before the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic in 2019. In the USA, one teenager out of five had seriously considered suicide. 16% of young Americans had drawn out a plan and 8% had actually attempted to carry it out. Things get even darker when considering the widespread mental health crisis and the dramatic opioid epidemic. A prestigious American university recently intensified efforts to care for their students' mental health. Campus protocols significantly increased psychological assistance and made 24-7 remote therapy available to all students. The gravest result of this tendency is the reduction of life expectancy among what should be the wealthiest population on Earth. It's no longer about choosing between a red pill or a blue pill, like those offered by Morpheus in The Matrix. Today, in the States, there's only one pill left to take, an analgesic opioid which causes crippling addiction. It has many names, perhaps Tramadol, for example, or fentanyl and Oxycontin. But how can a country possibly allow such an invisible disease to spread unchecked and to fatally infect its own people? Looking at the economics, the United States appears to be in a delicate situation. Although some projections made by the American administration seem to predict a fall in public debt by 2050, this seems to be little more than wishful thinking. Indeed, other predictions claim that, by the mid-century, the ratio between debt and GDP will stand between 210 and 250 percent. In today's complex economic conjuncture, we can't rule out seeing the American economy slowing down, if not even coming to an abrupt stop. While American youth entertains death fantasies, or find solace in a chemical embrace. The political elite and the leaders of the country are growing older and older. In 2024, there's reason to believe we'll see an 81-year-old Joe Biden go head-to-head -head against a 78-year-old Donald Trump. No matter who wins, they'll have a hard time dismissing anyone's suspicions that the American empire has started its decline. History teaches us that empires rise or fall on the base of the strength of their coin long before that of their armies. Many experts think that we're approaching this moment, which they call de-dollarization. In other words, the green banknote may lose, in the middle to long term, its status as world reserve currency, which it has so far enjoyed since the end of the Second World War, and which has served as the bedrock of America's power Analysts and economic operators both have been writing about this. Major investment banks have been discussing it. There are many signs that it's coming. Let's consider, for example, how countries such as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, the so-called BRICS, have seen the war in Ukraine as their cue to challenge the dollar's supremacy. At the moment, however, 
we haven't seen any particular consequences nor catastrophic effects. The American coinage continues to dominate the forex exchange where currencies are bought and sold, and it's still largely favored in commercial invoicing. But small cracks are already starting to show. The share of dollars has hit its historic low in the foreign exchange reserves of central banks, while Saudi Arabia and China are taking into consideration trading Chinese oil using yuan. Furthermore, the Chinese currency is already being used for a significant portion of commercial exchange between Beijing and Moscow. With its growing public debt and doubts hanging over the dollar's supremacy, the USA is seen as a wounded giant and the Americans as in the grips of deep torment. Washington is now facing an uncertain future. However, despite these weaknesses, there's one thing that no one can deny. The USA is unopposed in attracting and utilizing talent. In 2022 alone, American startups have collected $245 billion in venture capital financing. This number alone is equal to that of the rest of the entire world. All the great innovations capable of changing humanity forever are entirely in the hands of American companies. NVIDIA, the world leader in artificial intelligence, is based in Santa Clara, California. The Starlink project of new generation satellites, with applications that go from the military to scientific exploration, is developed by Elon Musk's SpaceX company, also based in the state of California. And Moderna, based in Cambridge, State of Massachusetts was the first company to successfully experiment on mRNA vaccines. These scientific discoveries may well bring about revolutionary results for preventing and curing illnesses such as cancer. In this early 21st century, worldwide balances are trembling. Globalization has proven its own fragility, as well as its own paradoxes. A new world order may well be on its way. A mighty wind is blowing from the east while shadows creep over the American empire. And yet, if we focus instead on the decisive game of scientific progress and technological innovation, the new frontier is right there where we left it, trailing across the wild and undiscovered country of the deep west. Black Box is a Cora News podcast, produced by Cora Media and sponsored by Dolcevo. Written by Guido Brera with I Diavoli. Editorial supervision by Francesca Milano. Intro and sound design by Luca Micheli. Editing and post-production by Luca Micheli and Mattia Liciotti. Sound editing by Emanuele Moscatelli. Production organization by Alex Peverengo.